0: to the Lady Parts Doctor podcast. I am Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor. And today we are going to talk about something that has just been on my mind. And since it's been on my mind, I think it might be something that's on your mind too. So we're just going to talk a little bit about it. For me, it was all prompted by a recent conversation that I had with a very dear friend of mine. She found out after years and years of trying that she's pregnant this year. So it is probably like the best news of 2022 that I've received, but I'm very excited for her. And so she texted me. Um, a morning, I think this was last week, around like 7.30 in the morning, which was strange for her because she never texted me early. And I, in my half sleep, kind of rolled over, saw, half read the text. The text was something like, um, good morning. Just thought I'd check in, see if you're awake. If so, do you want to talk while I'm driving to work? And I was half asleep and then also pretending to be asleep because I could hear my two toddlers next door making a ton of noise, and I just didn't want them to come in and like take away my last five minutes. So I didn't talk with her at that moment, but I did talk with her a little later in the day. And she told me that the night before, she had had a dream that she had to go to the hospital and that she had a stillbirth. And it was bringing... All these feelings of anxiety for her and the anxiety was just kind of increasing and she is just newly into the second trimester and in having that conversation she just talked about some of her anxieties and then I talked about some of the anxieties that I had and it just brought a lot of this to mind for me and so we're just gonna talk about it okay we'll talk about it today so A positive pregnancy test can bring a tremendous amount of excitement, especially if you've been trying for a long time, or if you've experienced a pregnancy loss in the past. However, as we kind of touched on before, that excitement can quickly be overcome by anxiety. You don't have to have a history of anxiety to experience it, and it can occur at any time during the pregnancy, any trimester, first, second, or third. Or postpartum. For some, it might not start until after you've had the baby, also known as the postpartum period, but let me tell you, it can really suck. If you have an anxiety disorder, it can be debilitating. Anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or concern, and it's a very common feeling to have every now and then. You know, I think we've all had a sense of anxiety maybe you had like a project due or you had an event that you had to attend or maybe you had something to host and then that thing came and went and then the anxiety was gone and you felt better. Well, anxiety disorder is a mental health condition that occurs when the anxiety begins to disrupt your daily life. Like you have that anxiety that for example, you like don't want to get in the car and drive somewhere because you're afraid of having a car accident. That could be a sign of an anxiety disorder. Unfortunately, the number of people experiencing anxiety is increasing. From August 2020 to February 2021, the CDC reports that the percentage of adults with recent symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder increased from 36.4 to 41.5%. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the US, affecting about 40 million adults in the United States ages 18 and older, or about 18.1% of the population every year. As I write this post, or when I was writing this so I could talk to you about it, as we are talking about it now, I'm just starting to think that I actually have more anxiety than I previously thought. Despite spending many years in education and training to become a board-certified ob pregnancy has, hands down, been the most anxiety-provoking experience in my recent history. With my first pregnancy, I was so excited. I didn't have a care in the world. I was just happy to be pregnant because I didn't know if I could be pregnant, and I was, and it was a great thing. And then um, that pregnancy ended in an early miscarriage, and I spent about two years trying to become pregnant again. Every delayed period that I thought might end in pregnancy but actually ended with a negative pregnancy test made me more anxious. I was concerned, did I have infertility? What was going on? Um, I was ecstatic to finally get pregnant again, but then I was nervous that I was going to miscarry again, of course. I remember constantly sneaking to ultrasound myself after office hours of course to make sure that there was still a heartbeat. My personal experience coupled with my professional experience of seeing many many different pregnancy outcomes, good, bad and very bad, made me a constant worrier throughout the pregnancy. And then, then I found out that my baby was breech and had pretty much been breached since my anatomy ultrasound at 20 weeks, and then I worried about my impending cesarean section. Although I perform C sections all the time, even like up to my third trimester of pregnancy at 36 weeks, I was doing C sections. I begin to worry about all of those risks that I constantly discuss constantly discuss with my patients. So. We talked about the risks, benefits, and alternatives, and then I began to worry, well, is there gonna be a complication? Am I gonna bleed too much? Am I gonna get an infection? Is something bad going to happen? When I took my baby home from the hospital, I worried even more. Surprise, you know, the baby comes, you get through all of that anxiety, you think it's all over, but no, now you're responsible for this very tiny human being that needs you, and I worried even more. First, was he safe riding in his car seat? Are we strapping him in properly? Then, is he getting enough sleep? Does he have enough wet diapers? Is this the right color of poop? And don't even get me started on breastfeeding. The constant anxiety about if your baby is getting enough food is enough to drive the sanest person out of their mind. I had a little notepad that I kept at the bedside and I marked what time I started breastfeeding and what time I stopped breastfeeding and on which breast I had done it and what time there was a wet diaper and what time there was a poop diaper. My husband would just look at me like, you are definitely type A. But I needed this. This was helpful for me. Unfortunately, things got better. The baby grew. My husband and I got the hang of parenting and life was good. And my anxiety was at a minimum until my next pregnancy. After a couple of more miscarriages, I found out I was pregnant with our second child in December of 2019. Again, my husband and I were ecstatic. The previous months had been trying, but the reward was great. In January of 2020, I first started reading about a mysterious viral illness that was developing, and by March, my office had shut down. As I continued to see patients at the start of the pandemic, my anxiety would skyrocket every time another article about the effects of coronavirus on pregnancy was published. We knew nothing. Was getting COVID 19 similar to getting the flu while pregnant, which has increased risks of hospitalization and death in pregnant women? The article that really put me over the top discussed a small study out of the UK that found an increased risk of preterm labor in women who were pregnant women who were infected with COVID. Was I putting my unborn, pre-viable baby, meaning my baby who couldn't survive out of the womb, was I putting this baby at risk every time I went to my office or performed a surgery or covered labor and delivery, delivering babies? No one had definitive answers. Again, we knew nothing. I needed these answers to quell my anxiety. After enduring an incredibly stressful pregnancy and a complicated delivery, I took home a healthy baby later that year. At home, a new set of worries crept in as I managed the incredible isolation of having a small, vulnerable baby during a pandemic. I can't tell you the number of conversations my husband and I have had and will continue to have about what's safe and what isn't safe. Nor can I explain the reasons behind the decisions, um, some of those decisions that we've made. But looking back, there's no way I would choose to relive that experience. Just relaying it to you makes me feel like I need to have a moment of prayer and meditation. While I never felt that I had an anxiety disorder, I believe I really would have benefited from professional therapy at that time. Which brings us back to to the topic of pregnancy and anxiety and you. You may have had some of these feelings as well at some point, or maybe you already have a history of anxiety and you're concerned about how how anxiety and pregnancy might manifest for you. According to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, You might be at a higher risk for anxiety disorder during or after pregnancy if you have had an anxiety disorder in the past, if you have family members who have anxiety disorders, if you've experienced a previous pregnancy loss, ding, ding, that was me, um, if you had health challenges during pregnancy or labor and delivery, if you've had other personal health challenges including current or formal mental health conditions if you've had a baby with health challenges or if you've experienced trauma in your childhood such as violence abuse or neglect i mean i think that most of us or many of us can say that at least one of those things applies to us in addition to knowing if you're at risk for an anxiety for anxiety during pregnancy or postpartum It's also important to know the symptoms. They can be physical, mental, or even emotional. Constant worry, tension, or a sense of doom, in addition to stomach or chest pains, rapid heartbeat, feeling like your heart's beating really fast, headaches, or trouble sleeping, these are all symptoms. Being so afraid that you avoid doing certain things, like leaving the house for fear of something happening, is also a symptom. So what can we do to manage our anxiety? Talking with your health care provider is a good first step. OBGYNs usually include an anxiety and depression screen at the beginning of pregnancy and then again in the postpartum period. However, let us know what you're feeling so we can assist you. It's also important to make an appointment with a therapist and your OBGYN or other health care provider can probably assist you with that. That doesn't mean that you're going to need medication, but they can help you identify additional resources and develop a treatment plan that's best suited for you. And Hey, that could include medication. Also find a support group. People with children of similar ages often know what you're going through because Hey, they're going through it at the same time. And they're usually experiencing the same things at best. They may give you some ideas to help you manage whatever is worrying you. At worst, they may just provide a place for you to commiserate, and that cannot be underestimated. My support group gave me the encouragement I needed to brave getting out of the house with my baby, and I felt a thousand times better after I did. I mean, honestly, the first thing for me was just going out on a walk. Put the baby in the stroller, it was fall, and I felt so much better getting the fresh air and just a sense of accomplishment, like, hey, I can do this, I did this. Self-care is also important. Paint your toenails, wash your hair, put on your favorite body moisturizer that you're usually saving for special occasions. These things add up and can help you feel more like you. Anxiety is common but not something you need to manage alone. Keep an open dialogue with your healthcare provider and let them know if you're experiencing increased anxiety or if it's affecting your daily activities. If you're having thoughts about hurting yourself or anyone else, call your local emergency number, 911 or whatever that may be. Please take care of yourself because you need to be healthy for your baby to be healthy. Again, this is Dr. Stephanie Hack, the Lady Parts Doctor. Until next time, and let me tell you, I am definitely going to be having a talk with my therapist after writing this entry. It's brought back a lot of memories. All right, talk to you next time. Mm